0: hey welcome back i'm allison partial your host and you're listening to the science line podcast which you can follow or subscribe to on spotify apple podcasts and stitcher today we're talking about fashion but not the glitzy runway side more like the less glamorous impact that the industry has on our planet side fashion trends are moving faster than ever or at least they seem like it probably thanks to the internet we're buying and discarding clothes faster companies are cranking out clothes faster and that all has real consequences what are these consequences and how can we try to make it better well Maya Foch has some answers.
1: We're constantly inundated with messages that tell us what to wear. From billboards, to TikToks, to conversations amongst friends, we're society drunk on fashion trends. Clothes can be a powerful tool for self-expression, but we've landed ourselves in a dire environmental crisis, and the fashion industry bears part of that blame. In a world constantly shouting, shop, 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 how can you help the fight
2: against fast fashion? Fashion is now one of the most polluting industries in the world.
0: Works on exploitative labor conditions. Produced cheaply, worn briefly, discarded quickly. Farming not only independent designers, but drastically contributing to the climate crisis. Fast fashion. Fast fashion. item.
1: Maxime Bada is a former lawyer turned fast fashion crusader. She founded the New Standard Institute, which advocates for fashion regulation policies, like providing a transparent supply chain to consumers. She says right now, the data we have is not encouraging.
3: The fashion industry contributes more greenhouse gas emissions than France, Germany, and the United Kingdom combined.
1: Add to that the fact that most of our unused products end up in the landfill.
3: The average American throws away around 81
1: pounds of clothing per year. No wonder Badat feels like the current outlook is bleak.
3: It's a really challenging time that we're in because... We have an industry that has managed to evade all laws, and an industry that is just becoming more and more disposable.
1: Society, and in turn the government, has failed to put the proper checks on the fashion industry, which is known for abusing outsourced labor, poor manufacturing practices, and negligent environmental management. But it's an industry that sold over $435 billion in products in the U.S. this past year alone. Charlie Ornstein, an industrial designer with a background in sustainability research at Syracuse University, says she takes that into consideration whenever she shops.
2: I mean, I don't don't shop often, but when I do look through brands, it's having the lens that if a company is selling clothes, it is for profit. So that is their number one motivation, regardless of whether or not they are ethical or they maybe are driven by sustainable practices. The end of the day is they want to make money.
1: Some companies have started trying to address the problem. H&M, which is often cited as one of the biggest offenders, has even promised to reform. On their website, they cite responsible purchasing practices to quote unquote, evaluate, develop, and reward responsible suppliers. In short, to be fair buyers. Other companies like Adidas have made efforts to incorporate ocean plastics into their materials, and others yet have formed their whole business model around sustainability, like the women's fashion brand, Reformation. To be clear though, sustainable brands are often much less affordable, and less size inclusive, which means not everyone has the luxury to shop there. Many experts critique their efforts. Lisa McNeil, a professor at Otago University in New Zealand, researches brand management and its relationship to sustainability. Right now, she thinks most reform efforts by companies don't do enough. What they don't tell you is, okay, they, they did use a polymer or plastic to make that stretchy top that you bought, but it can't be recycled again. So, you know, it's all very well that you have bought it and said, great, this was made out of you know, plastic bottles, but it's still an end point, And it's still gonna end up in a landfill at some point. So we're in a position where there's pollution at the front end with manufacturing issues and pollution at the back end with tons of clothes ending up in the landfill. But there are things we can all do on the micro and the macro level to try and help. You can shop secondhand at vintage and thrift stores, which reduces the demand for new clothes. And as Ornstein tells us, once you own your clothes, the way you care for them can also help keep them out of the landfill and reduce water
2: waste. A great thing that you can do is wash your clothes on colds and to dry line them instead of using the dryer. Also, your clothes don't need to be washed as often as you think, so wash your clothes less if you can.
1: McNeil agrees and says that everyone needs to do their part if we're going to avoid climate disaster. I really think that's a cop-out on the part of the consumer to say, why is it our problem? It's your problem because you keep buying it and you keep throwing it away and you keep wasting it. If you didn't send those signals into the marketplace, people wouldn't keep making it. Across the board, opponents of the fast fashion industry say the best thing you can do is become a conscious consumer. Ornstein suggests asking yourself these questions before adding that hot new top to your shopping cart.
2: Is this a trend, or do I actually need this? What is the function of this clothing? Is it an item that is seasonless? Um, will it last me a long time? Is it well made? Because at the end of the day, you're better off investing, regardless of your like your income, investing in a piece that will last you a long time and that you will actually wear multiple times, versus like buying into trends. Oh my a giant shimmery light riding haul. Two boxes here from Zara. We have a bunch of packages from Amazon.
1: I really like this trend.
2: Look at
1: that. What about changes on a macro level? Is there any force that could persuade the fashion industry to do better about climate change? Badat says a lot of the current conversation focuses too much on individual responsibility. She thinks it's great to be a conscious consumer, but that advocating on a policy level is actually much more effective.
3: In order to fundamentally change these systems, we need to change the laws. And that also goes back to us, the people. You know, it's it's really up to us as citizens to show that these are issues that we care about. Calling a, your local representative saying that you want their support in a, in a bill is going to do a lot more than your individual purchase choice. There's no one simple fix to this issue.
1: But that's an idea we're growing more accustomed to these days. It's not the end of the world to say the path forward is complicated. But for now, a good place to start is with your own mindset.
2: I think it's important for consumers to be curious and to make an effort to understand how their clothes are made and get more in touch with the process. It's important to be mindful of all the hands that touch your clothes and how they got here, the resources it's used, the materials, the water. And I think with that empathy, you'd have more appreciation for your clothing and be a little bit more selective about what you buy.
1: For Science Line, I'm Maya Foch.
0: Well, there you go. It's not the end of the world to say the path forward is complicated. Maya, with your permission, I feel like I need that printed on a t-shirt. Well, um, sustainably, if that's possible. Okay, I'll embroider it. Anyway, thank you for listening. Please share this with anyone you think might be interested, fashionable or otherwise. And please drop a review and rating on Apple Podcasts if you get the chance. We appreciate your support and we'll be back soon. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information, please visit us at ScienceLine.org or send us an email at ScienceLine at gmail.com. See you next time.